What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Amara. And this is Black Girl Gone, a true crime podcast. On this episode of Black Girl Gone, we tell the story of Petra Muhammad, a 30-year-old woman who disappeared from Highland Falls, New York on January 7, 2006. Petra, who was the mother of a two-year-old at the time, was in the middle of divorcing her husband in 2006. The day that she was last seen, she paid her phone bill and went to the mall with a friend. But no one ever saw Petra after that day. After weeks went by with no contact from her, her family reported her missing. 16 years later, Petra is still missing. What happened to Petra? And who was responsible for her disappearance? This is Petra's story. When Petra Muhammad went missing in 2006, she was just getting her life together. At 30 years old, Petra had been through a lot, but after four and a half years of what was described as a tumultuous marriage, Petra was getting divorced, and things were beginning to fall into place for her. But 16 years after Petra was last seen, she is still missing, and her family wants to know what happened to her. Petra was the mother of a two-year-old son, and the people who knew her best know that the only way that she would have left her son was if something had happened to her. Petra, who was born Petra Botswain, was originally from the island of Grenada. According to reporting done by the Times-Herald, Petra was just a baby when she was adopted by family members. There isn't any public information about Petra's birth parents, but Petra moved around from relative to relative as she grew up. She lived in Grenada until she was 14, and according to family members, Petra left Grenada and moved to Trinidad. They said that Petra packed her bags and left when neighbors where she lived began asking questions about who Petra's real father was. Now, there's no information about what Petra's life was like after moving to Trinidad. But in 1998, when Petra was 22 years old, she went on vacation to visit family in Brooklyn, New York. And that's when she met a man named William. Now, at the time, Petra thought William was a gentleman. 
Petra's uncle told the Times Herald that William was intelligent and thoughtful and that he respected the fact that Petra wanted to wait until marriage before having sex. William was working as a teacher, teaching computer classes at Crown Heights Computer Learning Center in Brooklyn. However, even though Petra and William seemed to have hit it off, Petra's visit was short and eventually she returned back home to Trinidad. Now, it's not clear whether or not they kept in contact after Petra left, but two years later, Petra came back to New York. And this time, according to her uncle and in his interview with the Times-Herald, Petra and William's relationship developed quickly. And not long after their relationship began, the couple moved in together. And on August 14th, 2001, Petra and William got married. After they got married, they moved to Highland Falls so that they could be closer to where William had family. A year after they got married, Petra found out that she was pregnant. But according to the Times-Herald, Petra had a difficult pregnancy. There are no details about what was happening with Petra, but apparently she had multiple trips to the hospital throughout her pregnancy. Her uncle said that the difficult pregnancy that Petra experienced caused issues between her and William, and their relationship began to deteriorate. At the time, William was working near D.C., but Petra confided in relatives that William was not involved in her pregnancy, and so she didn't want him to be involved in the baby's life. After the birth of their son, the issues in their relationship only grew. William, who had converted to Islam, wanted Petra to be more involved with his religion, but Petra was resistant. The couple argued about that, among other things, including how they were going to raise their son. But eventually, according to Petra's family, the arguments escalated and started to become violent. Petra said that William would get angry and slam doors and break stuff around the house, He would also, according to them, verbally and physically threaten Petra. Petra's cousins, who lived in Brooklyn, said that Petra would often go to their house to escape the fighting in her home. And no matter what, she always brought her son with her. Eventually, Petra had had enough. Her cousin Angela told the Times-Herald that Petra was done with William and told her that she had quote-unquote had enough of William. And after years of fighting, it seemed like William was also done. In July 2005, William filed for divorce. But despite the fact that both Petra and William wanted the divorce, it didn't take long before their ugly relationship got even uglier. In September 2005, two months after William filed for divorce, Petra filed for an order of protection against William. In her petition, Petra said that William had threatened to kill her. She alleged that William had locked her and their son out of their home and that he had cut off the phone so that she would not be able to call for help. Petra said that William said he would kill her, except he didn't know what he would do with her body. The things that Petra alleged in her complaint were scary and the judge believed her and ended up granting her order of protection. Now, despite the trouble that Petra was having with William, she was determined to not let that hold her back. 
Her family members told the Times-Herald that in those months after Petra and William separated, things began to get better for Petra. She started taking classes at SUNY Orange in Newburgh, where she was working towards getting a degree as an x-ray tech. She was also working as a cashier at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. Petra's family also said that she was stubborn and that she wasn't going to let William stop her from getting control of her life. At the beginning of 2006, Petra and William were moving forward with their divorce. Because the couple had a child and owned property together, they couldn't have a simple divorce. And William wanted custody of their son, something Petra was not going to let happen without putting up a fight. And since Petra couldn't afford an attorney, the court had assigned her one. The first hearing in their divorce was scheduled for January 11th, 2006. And after weeks of searching, Petra had finally found an apartment and was happy about being able to move her and her son into their own place. On January 7th, four days before her divorce hearing, Petra spent the day running errands. She had gone to pay her phone bill, and then she met with her lawyer to finalize some of the divorce papers. She also met up with a friend, and the two of them made a quick trip to the mall. What happened next, however, remains a mystery. But the last time anyone saw Petra, she was walking into her house. According to the Times-Herald, Petra would speak to William's aunt on the phone every day. But after the 7th, the calls suddenly stopped. Now, Petra and William were scheduled to be in court for their first divorce conference on January the 11th. But when that day came, neither Petra or William showed up to the hearing. Now, the judge ended up rescheduling the hearing for two weeks later on the 25th of January. But again, neither of them showed up. And as a result of them missing two hearings in a row, the judge dismissed the divorce petition. Now, at that point, no one had heard from Petra for almost two weeks. But William, who Petra still lived with, didn't seem to care at all. In fact, after weeks of having no contact with Petra, William had not even mentioned it. Now, on February 2nd, Two weeks after Petra was last seen, William's aunt reported Petra missing. By the time Petra was reported missing to police, it had been almost a month since she had been last seen or heard from. When Petra was first reported missing, her family said that police did very little to find Petra. Like many families in this position, they say police didn't seem to care about the missing mother, and therefore they failed to collect evidence and may have missed critical leads. But in the weeks following her disappearance, police did speak to William, but he was less than cooperative from the very beginning. He told police that he had no idea where his wife was. Now, detectives on the case said that after speaking to William, they thought it was unusual for a mom of a two-year-old who was also enrolled in college to just disappear. They also thought it was unusual that William seemed so nonchalant about Petra missing. Almost a month after Petra was reported missing, police executed a search warrant on the home that Petra and William shared. 
During their search, they retrieved several items, including personal items of Petra's, like her passport and her driver's license in the house. Things that you would take with you if you were planning to go somewhere. Investigators also searched William's truck and a trailer he owned, and they used cadaver dogs to search the surrounding property for a body. The people closest to Petra knew that this behavior was unusual. Petra had never gone this long without contacting someone, and she would never have left her son behind. But in the weeks following her disappearance, investigators had no idea what could have happened to Petra. They did, however, suspect that William knew more than he was saying. At the beginning, police would not say much about their investigation or reveal what they had found during their search. They also wouldn't say that William was a suspect. Petra had lived a quiet life in Highland Falls. Not many people knew her, and even those that did, didn't know she was missing for weeks after it had been reported. During their investigation, detectives also spoke to William's parents, who said that they did not know where their daughter-in-law was. In fact, they didn't seem to know much about their daughter-in-law at all. His mom spoke to the Times-Herald the day after the police searched the couple's home, which apparently was owned by William's parents. And in their interview, William's mom said that they knew that their daughter-in-law had relatives in New York, but they didn't know their names. They also told the paper that they weren't sure how their son and daughter-in-law met and that they did not attend their August 2000 wedding because they had no idea that their son was getting married. When asked about whether they knew about the order of protection that had been granted, they said that they were not aware and that they had never witnessed any issues between the couple. His mom said that if they had problems, it never extended onto the street. William's parents said that their son, quote unquote, never had a problem in his life. And they didn't believe that he had anything to do with their daughter-in-law's disappearance. But they also said that Petra would not have just left her son. His mom said that even when Petra went back to Grenada, she took her son with her. The biggest question at that point, besides where Petra was, was why William never reported her missing. On March 8th, 2006, William spoke to the Times-Herald, and he said that he did not report Petra missing because she had run off before, and so he assumed that she had, quote-unquote, done it again. He went on to say that, quote, obviously, I guess she moved out. She took her stuff. We were going through a divorce, and she moved out. That's why I didn't report her missing. She's gone away like this before. According to the reporter who interviewed William, he showed very little emotion about his missing wife. Now, they were estranged at the time, but still, it was strange to see him show no emotion about her disappearance. When the reporter asked if he was worried about Petra, William said, quote, She left with some of her belongings. I found a rent receipt after she moved. There's no address. I think it's possibly Newburgh. But... He never did say whether or not he was worried about his wife. He did, however, voluntarily go into the police station to answer questions about his wife. And during his interview, police said that he seemed calm, but he did not give them a lot of information. And eventually, 
he asked for a lawyer. Despite the lack of cooperation from William, detectives believed that they would find Petra. But as the weeks turned into months, the mystery about what happened to Petra grew. And time brought more questions than answers. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Honestly, in the past, I never really thought about how important it was to take care of my mind. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That's how your brain works, so why don't we treat them the same way? How we care for our minds affects how we experience life. So it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps. There's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. I think therapy is such a useful tool that everyone can benefit from, no matter who you are. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat online therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash GirlGone. That's Better, H-E-L-P dot com slash GirlGone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On January 7th, 2006, 30-year-old Petra Muhammad disappeared. When Petra disappeared... She was in the middle of divorcing her husband of four and a half years and fighting for custody of their two-year-old son. And despite the fact that she was going through a messy divorce, Petra was in the process of getting her life together. But after weeks of no one hearing from Petra, a family member reported her missing. Investigators had spoken to William, Petra's estranged husband, and executed a search warrant on the home that they shared together. But nothing had led them any closer to finding Petra. After she vanished, police received numerous calls about various sightings of Petra's, but all of them were dead ends. Some of the calls reported that they had seen Petra driving down the highway, and at least one of the calls said that Petra was being held against her will in her in-law's house, and that she could be heard screaming. But Petra wasn't driving down the street, and she wasn't being held captive in her in-law's house. According to the detectives on the case, they had followed and exhausted every lead that they had. They even interviewed friends of Petra's that lived in Texas, hoping that they would have known something, but they didn't know where Petra was. Investigators received information that William may be dating a woman who lived in Montreal. An investigator spoke to her too, but she also didn't have any information about Petra. Investigators said that they were still treating Petra's case as a missing person case, but 
her family didn't feel like police had done enough. Petra's uncle said that, quote, I think personally that the police did just the basics. They didn't go into this case as they should have. They didn't really do anything to publicize that Petra was missing. A year after Petra's disappearance, detectives began to turn to the public for help. After months of following up on the leads, the trail was beginning to go cold. And so police began to release more information in hopes that it would compel someone with information to come forward. They still believed that William was holding back information, but maybe there was also someone else out there that knew something. Now, some of the information that investigators released pertained to the search warrant that had been executed at the couple's home. And one of the things the detectives revealed was that while searching the home, when they entered the bathroom upstairs, they found that the room was filthy. Cops described it as being littered with filth and grime. But the tub was sparkling clean, and there was a new shower curtain. In a bathroom that filthy, the tub and the shower curtain stood out and raised eyebrows. Investigators also revealed that during their search, they had found that all of the photos of Petra in the home had her face cut out of them, and that they also found a doll with a noose tied around its neck sitting at the table in the spot where Petra normally sat. Now, the discovery was disturbing, and the tub led investigators to question whether or not Petra had been murdered inside the tub and then thrown away like garbage. They even tracked the trash from that week she vanished to a landfill in PA, but they never actually searched the landfill. In April 2006, police got a tip from a lawyer who claimed that he had saw Petra driving down the street near Westchester, but when investigators followed up, they found out it was a woman who looked very similar to Petra, but it wasn't Petra. William continued to deny that he had had any involvement with his wife's disappearance. But he never seemed concerned about what happened to the mother of his child. He insisted that she had left the country on her own. William was granted custody of the couple's son, and they moved to New Jersey. The problem with William's story about Petra moving or leaving out of the country was that she had not left the country because they had her passport, and they also spoke to immigration and checked flights. Petra had not left the country. As the years went by, William moved on with his life. He never did help in the investigation. Petra's family, however, could not move on. They wanted to know what happened to Petra. In 2014, however, they hoped that they would get some answers when a body was found on a farm in LaGrange. The body had been buried on a farm underneath a barn, and investigators thought that it could be Petra, but testing would reveal that it was not Petra. Sadly, there has been no new information about Petra or her case, and it's been that way for almost the entire time she has been gone. By the time police even found out that Petra was missing, she had been gone for weeks, and none of the information that they found ever led them anywhere. William's behavior, both before and after her disappearance, 
was extremely suspicious. But police would only ever say that he was a person of interest. And they never had any evidence that foul play was involved. And they couldn't arrest William. 16 years have now passed since Petra disappeared. And her case is cold. Investigators said that without a big break in the case, it will most likely remain unsolved. And despite the fact that it's been 16 years, police say that they are still treating Petra's case as a missing person case and not a homicide. Unsurprisingly, Petra's story did not get much attention from the mainstream media. And aside from the reporting done by the Times-Herald, very little information exists about Petra and her disappearance. But it seems really clear that something happened to Petra in January 2006. Petra was a young mother who was in school and working towards making a good life for her and her son. Everyone who knew Petra knew she would not have left on her own. But after all this time, there are still questions that Petra's family does not have the answers to. And her story, like the thousands of other missing black women, deserves to be told. Now, although Petra's case is cold, investigators still need the public's help. And someone out there may have the answers that are needed to bring closure to this case. Petra was 30 years old when she vanished from Highland Falls, New York, in January 2006. Petra's 5'7", and at the time that she disappeared, she weighed 133 pounds. She had black hair and brown eyes. And if you have any information about Petra or the circumstances of her disappearance, please contact the Highland Falls, New York Police Department. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. It also helps our show grow. As always, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.